Do you think you're ready to bring mm-hmm. bring bring? We'll see. The most. I wouldn't br- say it's to bring my your A game. I wouldn't say it's A game today. Can you try and get an A game? Because I'm like a C minus. I was gonna say I'm like a lowercase B. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Can you try and raise your tide, and maybe it'll we'll float see. my boat? Do you want to do this part? Do you want to do the beginning part? No, thanks. Episode 92 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode number 92 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and this is my sidekick, (laughs) Jeremy Holmes. Jeremy Holmes. Welcome, Jeremy. Hello. Christy, what do we do on this podcast? We talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. What day is it? It is Thursday, May 7th, 2015. The year of our Lord, 2015. (laughs) Why do you always ask me to do it, and then you just take over? I just wanted to make sure you said year of our Lord. No, but I don't like that. There's a certain group of things that you need to say, and I want to make sure that they all get said. But that's one of the things that... I would cut out of the show if we had to, if we had to a budget, and then we needed some <laughs> cutting. We always have to say, "This is what you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about." We always say that. We always say, "Try and say the day, try and say the year, <laughs> including year of our Lord," and then we introduce ourselves. Okay. So thank you for listening, guys. Hello. As she said, this is Christy. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we talk on this show about the stuff that people are passionate about. Sometimes it's little things. Sometimes it's big things. Sometimes it's guys that want to live on the moon. Sometimes it's real life superheroes. Sometimes it's bees. Bees, yeah. Sometimes it's just the things that uh, we're super into that week. A TV show or whatever. So... Um, you know, it's a real grab bag. It's a real grab bag of a show. And tonight, this episode 92 specifically is uh is going to be a grab bag because <laughs> uh me and Christy are both we're both uh we're we're both a little low not doing very good. We were having a little talk before we <laughs> <laughs> before we got into this and um you know, I was like, "Christy, I really need you to I really need you to come through." And help mm-hmm. me out tonight because I am I'm struggling, and uh, and you said the same thing to me right. basically. <laughs> so, so this is going to be a great episode. Get ready, guys. Uh, so we have a little bit of listener feedback that we're going to go over. We went to a wedding together. We had, not our own. We were at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we have an update on the green grasshoppers and the t-ball situation. Am I a jerk or is Christy a jerk? I guess. If we have time, we'll talk about my experience in the flight simulator and some space news, and then uh, we'll wrap it all up and let you guys go home. Take the plane in for a landing, as it were, (laughs) to use Christy's new favorite analogy. So uh, I don't say this very often. Well, I used to say it every show, but uh, just in case, on the off chance, if you're listening to this and you haven't already, if you could just subscribe, that would be awesome. And in every single show post, if you found us online and it pointed to our blog, you found us to our website, there's an RSS link and there's an iTunes link. And if you could just subscribe to the show, that would be super helpful. Um, and even better yet would be to tell a friend. Like, think through our our history of shows and maybe think of one that that 
has an interest that might uh pique their interest or might <laughs> that they might connect to and uh and and tell a friend about it we'll uh make this family you know expand our family as it were so everybody likes big families <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know so uh listener feedback we love hearing from you guys sometimes um and we always welcome Sometimes. interaction. You know, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, just Nerd Out Loud or Nerd Out Loud Pod. You'll be able to find us where there's, you know, our little green logo mm-hmm. with the glasses. Where, you know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. Um, we we got some listener feedback after last week's show where we were talking about the T-ball update from uh, friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show Jen. She said that she wants to hear a T-ball update. She thinks we should do a T-ball update every week, um, and made it very clear that we can uh, we can eliminate the space news na- segment if, we, if need, we need more time. Yeah. So, so thank you. Um, I think the first trim we do a small one, <laughs> and it's the year of our Lord, and the second one, space news. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the good news the good news for you, Jen, is that um we don't have a limited the, I mean, we don't have limited time. We could we could just keep going as long as we want really on this thing. So, you know, I, I generally try and keep it below an hour. I really, really try to. But uh you know. Uh so uh we attended a wedding. Yes. Over the weekend. And this was a, it was really funny. This was um, a very good situation. So I grew up very Christian in a Christian environment, Christian home, evangelical Christian family. Um, Christina, not so much. Uh, so very much one of the, one of the um, fun things about me and Christy's relationship has been that we've We're discovered sinners. that, um, that, yeah, besides the fact that uh, most of my uh, Christian friends, think that we're living in sin and horrible people <laughs> and don't value our relationship in any way, shape, or form. Um, besides that, one of the things that's been really interesting is that we've discovered that, uh, we, which we already knew this to a certain extent, that Christians kind of have a language that they use, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how bad it was until I we started like going to stuff together and hanging out with my family mm-hmm. and people say stuff and afterwards you'll pull out your phone and have like a whole page of mm-hmm. notes about <laughs> questions right. like, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> what does this, what's the kingdom of what? Yeah. <laughs> the blood, why are you putting blood on things or praying yeah. for blood mm-hmm. to be on things? What is this about? So this was like... To me, this was a very normal wedding that we went to. You've uh, been to a bunch of them. <laughs> we, I've been to a bunch mm-hmm. of them. I, I had one of my own that was very similar. and um, uh, But to you, it was like... Very foreign. It was totally foreign, right? Um, so I've been to tons of weddings. Mostly I, um, uh, I do some dabble in wedding coordinating. And also I um, am an ordained minister through the Universal Life Church. So I've done now 10 weddings. So I've I've been to a lot. So I've been to not not religious weddings and then I've been to Catholic weddings. So I wouldn't say I, I've never been to religious weddings. But this, first of all, the language. Uh-huh. I Lots under- of swearing. <laughs> <laughs> There's I, a lot of swearing. That well, <laughs> first of all, um, they have this really cool place. It's in this old barn but 
they probably it would have been a cool place for a hundred people. Yeah. I would say there was It was really crowded. Yeah, it was really crowded. It was crowded and hot. And this whole time I was live texting um my friends Courtney and Sarah, who will be on our next episode. Yeah. Because the they p- both grew up this way. So you they- have a group chat with them, right? Yes. And it's can we say the name of it? Yeah. Are we it's it's called the the basic the basic bitches. Basic bitches. Yeah, basic, because of a friend of the bitches. show, Joe. Yeah. They love that yeah. so much. They loved her so much that they named that. So um I was live texting them because they're used to this. They grew up in this culture. Yeah. Um, and I text and said, um, too many people, not no room at the inn, too many butts, not enough seats. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, <laughs> yeah. there was no room. We had a guy with a um, selfie stick. Yeah. Well, I was sitting right next to a guy with a selfie stick. It was very fitting because like, Many of the things that you have drone struck, mm-hmm. right? Were like, there. Uh, man buns. Man buns. Selfie sticks. What else? There was, I mean, the wedding party at this wedding was gigantic. It there was, were 10 each. Yeah, so there was 20... 10, 10 people on each side. So 10 people for the br- bride, 10 people for the groom. And I, I think 50% of the fifty percent of the men that mm-hmm. were up on the thing had man buns of Correct. some kind. L- there was a lot of like beardy dudes with uh, plugs in mm-hmm. their ears and and man buns. Yes. And so there was a ton of man buns and there was a dude right next to us with a selfie stick, which was fantastic. Like it was, it couldn't have gone any better as far as I was concerned. I mean, luckily your drone strikes are proverbial and not actual drone strikes yeah because otherwise we all would have been dead. that place would have been lit up like a roman right. candle <laughs> uh, what i thought was really cool though was the guy that was showing the wedding via facetime yeah that yeah. was really cool there was a guy that was uh yeah he was holding his phone up the entire time he kind of propped it up and there was a girl watching yeah yeah and that part that that's, that's, that's really cool. cool and not disruptive so. No, it was really disrupted. I was well, watching but it the I whole don't time. Know, but that's, I, I, I don't know. He was but trying it, to be. Because she had lived in Australia know. for a while. So she's had been a, a lot of yeah. places. She has a lot of the bride, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what was like, you, what was so foreign about this wedding to you? Okay. Okay, Jeremy. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Do you I've need never... to just get your notes out? <laughs> Do you need to review your. Uh... I've never been to a <laughs> wedding where they vaguely and outright talk about sex mm-hmm. and about the couple about to have sex yeah. and their sex life it was really really weird to me yeah um and and inappropriate <sighs> and then also they hadn't known each other very long less than a year they've been together yeah that was talked about a lot and that how god had made them for each other mm-hmm. so that that it was all going to be okay um and then the weirdest one was all the talk about the kids they were going to have. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, these people are virgins. They've never even had sex with each other yet. Mm-hmm. As you keep discussing, yeah. they've never even they've never lived together. Yeah, and you're already talking about their <laughs> house full of kids that they're going to have. <laughs> yeah. And then I asked my um, BBs, basic bitches, what happens Sorry, if Aiden. a woman. <laughs> can't have children or the man can't or the couple yeah. can't for whatever reason have children and how what how does that play out yeah and courtney so there's definitely a lot of shame 
Yeah. People feel that they didn't pray hard enough. Yeah, definitely. It it's so weird and Yeah, well, in very much in the same way that like um me and you the our relationship isn't seen as valuable as the relationship of somebody that might be married or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh very much in the same way I think there there's a pressure especially in kind of that branch of Christianity to mm-hmm. get married young, start a family early, you know, have kids early and often and that's how you become a real family. So if for some reason you can't have kids or choose not to have mm-hmm. kids, there's tons of guilt and there's tons of shame and tons of uh you know t- it's it's a very problematic situation, I think. Yeah, it was just all of the sex talk just really got really weird to me. And um, there there was a, a scene on Game of Thrones where the bride before the wedding was about to be um, carried out and like raped by all the the groomsmen. It's like this big joke in in this world or something. And I was just thinking if ceremonially they everybody those 10 groomsmen picked her up and carried her out and adorned her and then they had sex in a back room and then brought out the marital bed sheet <laughs> to show everybody that she was in fact a virgin i would not have been surprised <laughs> it was that weird to me it was it's so just totally foreign so foreign so gro- i mean there was a point where the pastor said um they they did communion for the first time which mm-hmm. is that that's something that happens in the catholic church too and and he said, while while they're doing this, look at your spouse and really remember why you got married and recommit to them. Yeah. And for the people that are single, dream about your, or think yeah. about, or pray about, about your, your spouse. spouse, your soon-to-be, yeah. or your future spouse, and what, what you your want wedding. your wedding to be like. It was so, so weird. Weird. That's yeah. That's um. That's another great example of just the bizarre pressure that gets put on people to get married and start a family and get in a relationship. And well, you know, it was the, somebody got up. Pe- multiple people got up mm-hmm. during the toast. The yeah, the, the woman that got married was <laughs> was twenty twenty four, right? Yeah, she had just turned twenty four. So multiple people got up and talked about how she would th- there was times where she was just time. in tears because she was like i'm gonna be 25 I'm and an single old maid. i'm an old maid like i want to start a family and all this stuff and that's just like it's scary like mm-hmm. it's it's scary i mean people <laughs> i that's exactly what i did you know i got married at mm-hmm. 22 or 23 whatever and uh you know i got i got married very very young and uh for all the wrong reasons <laughs> and it didn't it didn't end well so yeah i mean it was it was really interesting i guess to see the <laughs> it was a totally normal wedding for me and you were just mm-hmm. like i've never experienced anything like this before yeah, i was taking notes um <laughs> uh there were a couple words that i understand when they're i mean all the all the christianese terms i understand what their meaning is in a normal, like I know what their mm-hmm. definition is, but in the way that they were using it. And so I had to text you and your sister. One was <laughs> this, this marriage is great for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God. Yeah. Not just kept saying that the kingdom. Yeah. Jesus brought them together, even though it's a short time and the kingdom is mm-hmm. going to be benefited from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kept saying the, their ministry 
their their ministry and what they're going to go out there and do as their ministry. And I just thought, oh, this is news to me. Did he become a pastor? Are they going to start a church? <laughs> yeah. And you never know, right? Yeah. So I, I really thought that they were going to start a church, but what does it actually mean? Uh, Well, it just means like what they they both serve, I believe, in in the church that they attend, and so it just means you know how how they how they serve there. So, yeah, I mean, and I I will say for me personally, like I um I was really happy because it was you know it was somebody that I know, and I I was happy to a certain extent, obviously, just to see him so happy. <laughs> it was somebody that I care about, and mm-hmm. he was very excited oh, yeah. to be getting married, and like that that was great. She's so been there was great like a, for him, a positive aspect of it for sure, but. Uh, there was a lot of it that was like really, I don't know. I hate using the word triggering, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I can't really think of a better, I can't think of a better term. It was really triggering for me because, um, in a lot of ways, I think, uh, kind of evangelical Christian culture really, really screwed up my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, there's good things that came from it, but, there are a lot of underlying issues that I still deal with today as somebody that hasn't really been in a, in a traditional church in a number of years. There's still stuff that's like ingrained in me that I'm still figuring out and discovering and trying to work through and trying to process. And there's still like pain and loss that I feel about like, you, you know, kind of used to have this family and feel part of a community that I no longer feel a part of. And so I think it was really, um, I don't know. Like it was kind of like a, it was a really emotional experience mm-hmm. for me. So we, you just left confused, and I left sad <laughs> and worn yeah. out and d- I was depressed. Just texting all my friends that like kind of were raised the same way as me, including my sister. Just like that was the weirdest thing I've ever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I've been to Wiccan hand fasting weddings, and yeah. that was more cultish. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> well, speaking of kids and all the kids that uh, that these the, those two are going to be spewing mm-hmm. out in a short term, we rushed to to this wedding from the second game of the Green Grasshoppers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my my four year old uh, my four year old daughters. Uh, t-ball team the green grasshoppers so we are me and christy are the coaches of this t-ball team of three and four year olds Mm -hmm. and uh, we had our second game so the way it works is every saturday we have like an hour scheduled out for the team and it's 30 minutes of practice and 30 minutes of game-like play Mm -hmm. as they call it and um and we have eight players saturday was picture day as well so it was picture day and it was it was T-ball day. So it was it was a very I think it was a big day. It was a big mm-hmm. day for those kids. When we first started, I think you had kind of said this too. I thought that maybe an hour was going to be uh I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't seem like very much yeah. time." To, it's a an really hour. Long but time. uh man, an hour is a really long time when you're working with eight three-year-olds trying to get them to do anything with any semblance of structure. And you're competing with, you know, there's beautiful butterflies, there's grass, there's dandelions to pick, there's there's piles of dirt to make. There's Mm -hmm. lots of really important stuff going on out there. And, uh, and so it's, it's tough to keep their attention. And on top of that, we, so we met, you know, uh, like 
two hours prior we had pictures and then an hour after the pictures were done we had a game so there was mm-hmm. like it's not really enough time to like go have downtime anywhere mm-hmm. but it's not enough time to just head straight there and so it ended up being kind of a, a long excursion i think for a lot of the kids mm-hmm. and i have to say i have to say i was a little unimpressed with the grasshoppers performance this this time around i think we did better than the bats really well i think okay so i'll say this there was the kid that just stood there and talked about cake although (laughs) you know i love that kid yeah who doesn't (laughs) love that kid batting um batting improved i would say overall our batting improved Mm -hmm. uh but the attention span the attention span was difficult nobody cried this time we yeah, did have one no person cry. that had to leave early because it was just well too, too at much. three. Some kids are still taking naps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. So it's his prime nap time. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, uh, and then because we were out so long, someone brought snacks and then it was just done for. Like yeah. no one could do anything. Yeah. When there's animal crackers, you can't. Yeah. Go up and bat. Yeah, the other team had snacks, and then I felt, of course, inferior. Like. I felt like a failure as a coach for having not th- thought through the snack situation. Mm-hmm. So we're going well, to we're going to remedy that this time around. I just remember being a kid and my mom never cared about me having snacks or packed anything in the car or like or, one or hour. meals really. Yeah. I mean your mom didn't <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> there were no meals. Yeah. yeah. She had Newport lights to smoke and Virginia Slims. Some uh, <laughs> Virginia Slims. <laughs> another but, box of rosé to stash but, in the trunk of her car. I just think one hour. I think kids can go one hour without having to eat. You'd think. Yeah. I don't know. Just, Not these kids. But so last week we talked about how they all fight for the ball, which yeah. Ellie calls battle ball. Battle ball. <laughs> um they the ball comes to them. Everyone runs from wherever they are. <laughs> yeah. Pounces on it. They fight Big over file. it. So we decided we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> try to nip that in the bud yeah. by teaching them to catch and yelling out a name. <laughs> what happens is the ball just falls on the ground and everyone looks at it. Yeah, well, that and I don't remember anybody's name. <laughs> so yeah, we went the opposite direction. So last week everybody was charging mm-hmm. for the ball the second it was touched. Like even if mm-hmm. you knocked it off the tee and it fell six inches in front of the person that was batting, <laughs> there would be the a pile of eight hand. kids on top of the ball. <laughs> and this time around, we had the opposite situation where, which I mean, it shows that they're listening, right? Yeah. And they're making an effort. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good hustle, right? right. But they. They all just stand there and, you know, watch the ball go by and while the parents <laughs> run and grab it. Right. So, you know, we got to well, maybe this maybe this week we'll focus on trying to find a happy medium. Yeah. Get out there. You know, I, I did see the other team doing some like running before the game last time. Oh. We we're doing like some run like to get everybody warmed up. I don't yeah, know. Both, all of our coaching skills are things we've steal from the team. That's that yeah. we're playing. Yeah, I, we I'll, even I even quizzed a family from the Pirates last week of <laughs> what kind of drills they did and mm-hmm. used them this week. <laughs> yep, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, overall, would you say year. it was an improvement over? Would you say game two was an improvement or a? I would stayed say. Steady? I would say it it stayed steady only because of the timing and the tiredness of everyone. But okay. this week, I have a good feeling, even though it's supposed to be. Like 80 degrees. Oh, no. But we're earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. So what happened is the guy asked Jeremy when the game should be, and he said, oh, whenever. Yeah. And we realized that the one o'clock spot is not good for three <laughs> yeah. and four-year-olds. Yeah. Now, Jeremy's daughter 
sleeps can sleep in till 10 yeah and be fine but i bet these kids are waking up at six and seven o'clock yeah my daughter's like she's a lot like me (laughs) she stays (laughs) up late stays up late and sleeps in if left to her own devices Mm -hmm. all right well let's uh we'll see where we'll see where we go next week we got another round this weekend the old green grasshopper so i'll have to sneak Mm -hmm. in some more uh Texas forever. <laughs> yeah. Some more Friday Night Lights. I'm, well, we I'm did. Halfway through the third season, I did season, teach them putting their hands in, go grasshoppers, maybe we can do. Yeah. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's how we opened up the last episode, the episode of Takedown Podcast that we recorded last night. Usually we do like a one, two, three clap to like mm-hmm. sync up everybody's separate audio, but we did a three, two, one go grasshoppers <laughs> <laughs> that is great little easter egg for you um all right so uh here's something that i've talked about the last two weeks and haven't had a chance to get to but i've been wanting to talk about because i'm kind of a uh, uh an aviation nerd i don't know i'm like mm-hmm. into i'm super into space stuff as we mm-hmm. all know and that kind of spills over Basically, into aviation anything that flies my yeah i mean my dad took me to the uh museum of flight all the time when i was a kid i take my daughter there now and i think airplanes are rad and um so we have a listener that is a uh that is a pilot for mm-hmm. alaska airlines and uh he w- <laughs> he was nice enough to um set up a time when i could come down and fly the uh simulators that they use to train to train their pilots so mm-hmm. he um he recently had an an injury himself uh doing some like home remodeling project he like broke his ankle or broke his foot or something and so he wasn't able to fly and they have to do like um uh checkout flights in these simulators like every i can't remember if it was I think every month or every three months, yeah, they maybe have to every freshen three months. Up their skills. Anyway, they have to do. Um, they have which to. Which I'm do, very happy out. that they have to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. You want the guy that's flying the plane <laughs> to. Uh, I to guess be that's practicing. not the fact. That that's not the case in a lot of other countries. Oh really? Yeah, that's ta- terrifying. I did the same thing almost a year ago. Yeah, and he. That's what he said. Uh, first of all, thank you to our friend that <laughs> allowed mm-hmm. this to happen. That was amazing. But so we're out there, um, and. Uh, I, I got to go fly these simulators. It was, it's crazy. Like, so you go in this giant room and there's like a, a little, there's a it's box. It's not even a room. It's like an airplane hangar. Yeah. I mean, multiple. it's like a, it, it's like the size of like a gymnasium. I yeah. mean, it's gigantic and you're up on this elevated gangplank and there's these boxes that are in the middle of the room that is the simulator and it's on these giant pneumatic, uh, piston things mm-hmm. and um and we got to uh uh and and so you go inside and it it looks like i mean it it looks like an actual airplane and mm-hmm. you sit in there and they project it on a screen in front of you and it feels like you're in an airplane and it feels it d- like you're flying i told and you it that and like you didn't believe me but it's it insane feels real yeah, right well, and what's really what's really disconcerting is when you're in the middle of flying and they like reset <laughs> and, and they uh, reset the screen goes the, black yeah, and they then reset the thing so yes. you feel like you're flying and like the ground's moving and the plane's kind of shaking and then all of a sudden it, you're just completely still and level and and 
it's as if somebody turned outside off. Like if you are looking outside and all of a sudden everything turned gray, just completely gray. Like you were in the thickest fog you could possibly imagine. And it's just, it's really disorienting. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, back to you. And then they'll, you know, dump you back in. So you're flying and making an approach or whatever to and land. They, so, And they have to practice all of the the cities that they fly into because it, did you do the Alaska one where you have to fly between two mountains? Did he have you do that one? No. As soon as you take off, you instantly have to take a right. Oh, no. Just like very tight <laughs> right in between two mountains. Oh, wow. No. And they have to practice that, that like stuff. Was that like Sitka or something? Is it Alaska? Anchorage? Yeah, it's Alaska. Yeah. I think it's Sitka. I, anyway, I don't know if they... They probably go to both, I'm sure, because they're Alaska. But uh, he did. I wasn't flying when he did it, but um, the the pilot friend of ours that was flying, mm-hmm. at, w- who was actually doing like his recertification checkouts or whatever, he was testing out the his foot strength to see if he could do the braking or whatever he needed to do if uh, if a uh, simulating a, an engine failure, and so he. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think he, he did that, but. Um, so it was a lot of fun and I got the chance to, um, I kind of rode along with him while he was doing his checkouts and they, you know, had me like adjust the flaps and raise and lower the mm-hmm. landing gear for, um, our, our friend, the pilot that was doing the actual flying. And then, uh, and then I got a chance to fly it myself and, um, I think, I think I did it three times. I think I did like three landings and mm-hmm. the first two were pretty they were a little rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't kill us, but I ran it off the runway one of the times. Um, the third one, I think I really started getting the hang of it. But the best, <laughs> the best part is, is that, and I didn't realize this till the till the third landing attempt. But so there's like the yoke, or you know, there's mm-hmm. the part that you steer. I I think that my friend that was the our, our friend that had brought us there um, maybe gave me too much credit. And thought that I was smarter <laughs> than I am, and that I had more of a knowledge <laughs> of airplanes beyond like um, flying a little r- electric uh, drone and uh, mm-hmm. playing lots of Microsoft Flight Simulator <laughs> when I was when, when I was uh, nineteen. But um, so I I didn't sadly I didn't realize this until the, the very last time. But apparently, there's pedals. <laughs> <laughs> or there's oh. like things that you're supposed to be pressing with your feet that help like yeah, I didn't steer, know that either. steer the plane. <laughs> and so uh, I didn't figure that out until <laughs> the last time. And then once I figured out they were there, I felt a lot more confident about what I was doing. And I felt like it went a lot better. But I was way too embarrassed to actually tell <laughs> to actually tell the person that what we were What was it that the, the simulator would say over and over again? Bank. Oh yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of different alarms depending on depending on what you're doing. I that that never happened with me because I'm such an excellent oh. uh, pilot. Well, so what happened is we he he went and the trainer gets to put in all different kinds of scenarios because they have to be able to. Oh, yeah. there's an engine out. Yeah. So we put in there's an engine out. He put in some some wind for our friend to be able to show us what it was like Mm -hmm. and then reset it for me. And then I started and I did terrible. I did so (laughs) terrible that at one point he just took over and said, how about you do, I remember this part in the middle, Uh there's something that you have to do. Yeah. What he did, Uh like the thing that basically doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, 
Where you just move so, it to like. Yeah, the, yeah. I, so I did that and he did all the, the hard part. And then he's so nice that he just said, oh, I think that it was still kind of set for no wedging because it was pulling a certain way. I'm like, oh, okay, you're just being nice. No, it, the reason that the reason that it was pulling is because you didn't know this, but apparently there's things you're supposed to be pushing with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so guys if you're ever if you ever have the opportunity to be in a flight in a flight simulator like an actual simulator that they use to train pilots just a heads up there's uh there's some pedals involved so i i would not be able to be a pilot i mean i know you came home and said i, w- I want to be a pilot yeah i was like looking up jobs <laughs> when yeah. i got home in schools I and like, stuff I, well, this. I as soon as i get in a plane Sit down, buckle up. I fall asleep. Oh yeah, yeah I'm you out. Would be bad until we start descending. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you're also usually drunk. That's so. not true. <laughs> Come on, be honest. That's not be true honest. at all. I would admit to it. Couple no, of uh, couple Vicodins, maybe. Uh, well, that's not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of Vicodins, maybe uh, uh, a little Bloody Mary, and you're uh, you're off to the races. <laughs> okay. For real, have you ever seen me drink a Bloody Mary ever <laughs> in life? I don't know. It just seems like I feel like Bloody Marys are what you drink on an airplane. Oh. I've never drank a Bloody Mary on an airplane that I'm aware of, but it doesn't mean it hasn't happened. <laughs> I always drink ginger ale. Oh, okay. Yeah. With your Vicodin. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, Christina, mm-hmm. speaking of your pill addiction, um, uh, am I a jerk? You said you, uh, you had. I do. You wanted to to lay yourself before the court. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to. Everybody's jerking around. I'm just saying this, but I don't want anyone's input. (laughs) Okay. So this new website got launched last week. I think it was Friday, called How Old. Mm-hmm. And it's where you upload a, f- a photo of yourself yeah. or it actually pops open your camera and you take a picture of yourself and then it tells you, I don't know what the algorithm, where it comes from, yeah. but it tells you so that ma- the internet. magical Microsoft. Yeah, the internet <laughs> tells clippy. you. The, that, that Clippy, <laughs> clippy. is behind this the is, scenes. This like, is what Clippy's <laughs> doing now. It looks like you have, uh, you have crow's feet. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some... Would you like some help with that? <laughs> it tells you if you're male or female mm-hmm. and how many years you are in internet years, I guess. <laughs> okay. In internet years? How old you are? I don't know. Yeah. Not like how many years you've been on the internet. No. Okay. <laughs> Just how old you look. Sure. And there's a lot of issues with it. I'm sure it's starting to collect data. It should have a is this correct button mm-hmm. to be able to gather that. Oh, yeah. They don't so have it can that learn. Yet because it's not learning anything. Right mm-hmm. now, but um, and it, like if you have glasses, it always puts you as pretty old and, and stuff like that. Or if your head's turned to the side, it's pretty old. So what I have decided to do is that because in my one of my previous drone strikes, everyone knows I don't like the selfie. Yeah. So what I've done is anytime someone posts a selfie on Facebook, I take that photo to how old. Mm-hmm. And then I post it on their site, good or bad, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're a jerk for doing that. I think it's funny. Okay. It's funny. 
I mean, you're not being rude. You're not. You don't even have to say anything. You yeah, I don't post, ever say. Anything. All you do is just post the picture on there. Just picture response. That's it. No words. There's no judgment involved in that. Okay. You're, you know, I don't know. I I I think that's just funny and creative. Uh, good on you. Jeremy Henson got thirty-eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's probably my age, right? Thirty-two, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, you're uh. Congratulations, Christina. You've made it another week. You're not a jerk. And guys, uh, l- ladies and guys, people. Uh, okay, let me ask you this real quick. Okay. Do you say, I, I've been trying not to say guys, like as a um, whatever type of word that okay. is. Like, hey, guys. Like, hey, guys, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it just seems, well, I mean, it is only speaking to about half the population. Mm-hmm. So um, do you? How do you feel about that? Do you say guys? Do you have you ever thought about that? Do you? I guess. I guess I say it. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I I so far have been unsuccessful in trying to get myself not to say it, uh, and I have gotten to a point where I now notice it. <laughs> I okay. notice it whenever I do, but I I haven't successfully yet removed it from my vocabulary. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So well, it's strange because in a lot of other countries they have words like that. Like what do you mean? Like non-gendered. They have non-gendered but also gendered. Oh. So you can say those well, I guess that's kind of because if it's a mixed group you always go masculine. Oh. That's why I'm just trying to say everybody. Listeners. Hey listeners. Anybody that's listening to this, um, we would, we will, we will uh, take submissions for "Am I a Jerk?" too. So if you have a friend that you want to know if they're a jerk, or if you did something and you want to mm. know if you're a jerk, um, I like this table. Tweet us or I Facebook us, whatever, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it on the show. We we'll, we will bring your situation before the court of jerkness and decide whether um, whether you in fact are a jerk or not. So, okay. uh, so go ahead and do that. Um, all right, Christy. Well, we're we're uh, we're we're getting close to the end, but uh, lucky for you and for our listeners, uh, shout out Jen. We do have a little time. We do have a little time. So you know what that means. T minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Gra- this day in grasshoppers. Everybody's favorite segment. This week in space news, guys. <laughs> This week in space news, uh, this is where I uh, take, generally I try and keep it under three minutes to just bring you some little snippets about some of the awesome stuff that's going on out there in the universe. So uh, uh, I just wanted to do a little follow-up. Last week we talked about the Russian um, progress cargo vehicle that was spinning wildly out of control in space never made it to the international space station luckily there was no people on board there was a whole bunch of equipment and fuel that was heading mm-hmm. to the iss it never made it uh as of today just a few hours before we recorded this it did burn up in the atmosphere uh or come crashing down uh, somewhere in the middle of the ocean basically it looks like off the coast of chile so it came crashing down. Uh, if there's any big enough pieces, we'll never know because it would have landed in the ocean. But luckily, you know. Oh, uh, I was yeah. gonna say, can we go look at the stuff? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, 
It's in the bottom of the ocean. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give an update on that. They did, uh, they were never able to regain control of it. So, um, here's something kind of exciting. I don't know if it's exciting, but this has come up on the old uh, space radar <laughs> that I follow all these crazy space Twitter accounts on Twitter. And I, I think that we talked, I think that we talked about this on a previous show, but so they, they recently sent up an espresso machine to the mm-hmm. space station. Is it a Keurig? Uh, no, no. It's They're calling it the ISS Espresso. Uh. <laughs> and uh, it says, science objectives for everyone. Crew members on long duration space missions frequently miss the comforts of home from favorite meals to a fresh cup of coffee. The ISS Espresso is an espresso maker for the International Space Station that crew members use to make tea, coffee, broth, or other hot beverages that they might enjoy so it was uh the sent up by the both with uh both nasa and a asi i guess which is the italian space agency of mm-hmm. course of course it was the italians it's mm-hmm. probably an italian um coffee maker mm-hmm. oh it is yeah so yeah uh, it's from Ita- italy so they they are uh using this espresso not only to make espresso to eat but they they made a uh they made a special cup so usually when you go up into space because liquid everything floats mm-hmm. they have to drink everything out of pouches and so all the liquid has to go in pouches and there's straws and you have to squeeze it out you can't like tip it or anything like that obviously because it, it i won't never work. thought about how they're gonna drink this so well so the way that the machine works is that it it injects it into a bag basically you attach a little bag like and a it colostomy the, bag yeah yeah except for with coffee okay or tea or whatever. I think that's something celebrities do. <laughs> what? Do the colon cleanse with the... With the coffee? With the coffee. Yeah. You, <laughs> they cool. should start selling... What is that um, called? Coffee enema. A coffee enema. They should mm-hmm. do it with coffee brewed in space. Oh, and sell Lord. it to incredibly rich people. <laughs> yes. They could probably fund this whole deal. Mm-hmm. For, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, how, that's how they're going to do it. So... So they sent up the espresso, the ISS espresso machine. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, they've been testing out a cup. Um, so you may have heard the caffeine buzz around the, uh, on the internet about the ISS espresso machine that recently launched to the ISS. It would be out of this world indeed to have a cup to go along with it. So we designed, fabricated, tested, and flight qualified one. In fact, six such cups are now on the space station and ready for action. So they they've created a cup that's uh shaped in such a way that it can actually hold liquid even in a zero gravity environment so not only now can they enjoy this coffee but they can enjoy it out of an actual cup like drinking it with how their mouth. long till there's a starbucks there yeah it's it, we're not far off i think mm-hmm. we're not we're not far off so anyway i thought uh, i thought that was cool and of course there's some real science behind all of this we're learning about fluid dynamics and how it works in space mm-hmm. um which is gonna help streamline and uh help us learn about how um you know jet fuel and other liquids that we use in space are gonna behave and getting that last drop out you know to to help power a spacecraft or whatever and then of course there's also real world implications as to uh or applications i should say for the the technology that we're learning behind this so it you know it is just nice i'm sure for the astronauts to be able to have a cup of coffee but there is um 
there is a real science objective. Although I was looking at the page for the ISS Espresso machine, mm-hmm. and it looks like they have it's actually it's only scheduled to be up there until September of 2015. <laughs> So apparently <laughs> later this year, it's going to head back down to earth or burn up in the atmosphere or whatever. And they're, they got to make room for something else, but uh, I'm sure that they'll I'm sure that they'll enjoy it while it lasts. How depressing would that be <laughs> to be the astronaut that gets up there after the, uh, <laughs> right after you lose the coffee, the coffee maker. Oh yeah. That would be sad. All right, Christy. Well, it's about that time. Should we, uh, should we take this plane in for a landing? Should we uh take this plane in for a landing? Lower the gear, put your feet on those pedals that I just <laughs> found out are there, and prepare for a uh, stow all of your luggage in the overhead compartment, kids, because we're <laughs> we're about to be home. Uh, Prissy, was there any birthdays? Anything that we wanted to? Any shout-outs? Any birthdays? Anything like that? Friend of the show, Tony Hammer. Congratulations on your book deal. Oh, yeah. And Katrina, friend of the show friend as well. Friend of the show, Katrina. And your uh, ex-lover. Oh, God. <laughs> and also, I just wanted to tell everyone that we'll be in Washington, D.C. the week of the 17th through the 21st. Oh, yeah. So if you have any recommendations on places for us to go or stay or what we need to see or we'd like to meet us yeah we don't let have us know we are flying standby to get out there and so um we, we can't we, tell you we when we're gonna leave we, or when we're gonna go well and we haven't actually booked like a hotel or anything right. because if we don't make it out there we don't want to lose the money so um we need a suggestion for where to stay. So if you are familiar with Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or live in the area, could you um, contact us, Facebook or Twitter or something, and or email and uh, let us know where we should stay? Um, besides that, guys, there is a, a, a few things I want to tell you about. First of all, as always, we'll put uh, the show notes. So there will be links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Um as always, you can go to nerdoutloudpod.com and it'll take you to our website with all of our previous shows and you can click on those and it'll show you everything. Um, there, The Eureka podcast, we talk about quite a bit. They have a very special episode that if you're listening to us, uh, it is already released and they were fortunate enough just through randomly asking him on Twitter to get Andrew WK, I guess mm-hmm. who is a... I've never listened to his music, but he's a musician, right? Musician and probably I would call him a performance artist. A, par- a party enthusiast. <laughs> uh, they had Andrew WK on their podcast and that's going to be out. So check this out, that out. Next week, we uh, we have the Basic Bitches on. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to have the Basic Bitches on to talk about their adventures and misadventures on Tinder. Yeah, if you have any questions, which let us will be know. very exciting. So, I I put in the show notes here. I said next week we have the basic bitches of Tinder. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> that might have to be a in the contention for an episode title next week. So, next week you can look forward to that. Christina, do you do you have any last words? Well, ironically, my sign off is normally we never never wait for cake, mm-hmm. but. We literally at the wedding didn't wait for cake. 
<laughs> yeah, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, never wait for cake. <laughs> and go grasshoppers. Let your nerve fly fly. Christina Wise, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Holmes with Nerd Out Loud Podcast. Can you please give me your feelings on how that episode went? Uh, I think it was a C. Overall, you'd give the episode a C? Yes. What would it take to change that to uh, at least a B or a B plus? Do you know that you're very slobbery when you talk? This is like, like, phone's all wet. Wait, is it really 